Topic Animus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. <laughs> um, okay, so just make sure when you talk, make sure you're talking right into the front of your mic. Try okay. to keep it as close as you can. Okay. If that's, do you want this good to see even a little closer or? I feel like it's good. It's good a little closer for me. There we go. Yeah, okay. So you want it to be, you want to be speaking into it as much as possible. Okay. Bring that up if you can as much as possible. The pop filter's not too big of a deal. Right down here. We are recording. All right, let's slide this up. There. There you go. Wow. That's good. That's good. Can you, <laughs> can you tell I have, Little animals, yeah, little can you, critters. Can you tell that I have little animals run, running amok, mm -hmm. going outside, getting their paws wet, yep. coming back in? Jeez Louise. <sighs> All right. Jared, Mark? Yo. Is Thank it recording? You here? Yeah, we're going. I always ask we that. Are yeah, Jared, so are we going? Yeah. <laughs> we're going. Welcome back to Runaway Thoughts, episode six. Per usual, there was a little bit of drama as we were setting up, getting ready. Bless these gentlemen's souls for their patience. I appreciate you guys both for being here so much. Yeah. Yes, I'm joined today by Jay Money Mess, messing with the best. He's been on the podcast before. Um, thanks for coming back, Jared. I appreciate your time. Oh, I know it's thanks for having special. me. Of course, man. Of course. And then also, I am joined by a man of many titles in my life. He has been a teacher. He has been a coworker, a mentor, and most recently, probably a, a great friend of mine. So mm -hmm. thank you, uh, Mark. Cortad for being yeah. here. I appreciate your time as well. Thanks for having me. Glad to be here. E yeah, equals yeah. MC squared. Yeah. <laughs> e equals MC squared? What? E equals Mark Cortad squared. <laughs> I like it. I like These it. Initials. Dad joke. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. All right. Um, let's see. So this is Runaway Thoughts. For those of you who are unfamiliar, um, I was going to say each and every week, but not quite each and every week. Uh, once every week or two, depending on my schedule, recording and filming and getting guests over and stuff. Um, we gather around, we come together, and just chat, shoot the breeze for a few hours, a couple hours, five or six hours will be all I ask of you guys. We should be out of here by easily midnight. That was a joke. Uh, about an hour or so. We'll see how long it goes. But we each bring a topic, we chat about it, and we see, Jared, got a question? Uh, my foot hit one of the cores. Could you make oh. sure it's like... Plugged in. You're good. It's you're good. good. Yep, your light is still on. Everything. Oh, okay. You're good. You're good. All right. I'm gonna make sure this stays. This one to kind of rotate. Okay. Want that pointed right towards you. It's a little loose. Can I tighten it? Yeah, let's put this. There we go. Like a little tighter. Yeah, a little better. Okay. Technical difficulties. Um. Cool. So we each bring a topic. We talk about it. Discuss it. See where the see where our thoughts go. Um, if you guys have a topic, we'll see where our thoughts go. If you guys have a topic yeah. that pops into your head as we're chatting, we can hop over to it. Uh, sometimes I have listener and audience members who um, are on the show. If you have a question, you can go to the link, which will be here, and uh, submit a question or a topic idea, and me and my guests will talk about it. Um, it's Thanksgiving break right now. Mark and I are on Thanksgiving break, which is nice. We have a whole week off here at our job. Um, Jared, how's your week look? My schedule is so scattered nowadays, which I don't mind. I actually like it, but yeah. like, I don't know. I have like a half day, two half days at work, a full day tomorrow, and then like home health patients kind of scattered okay. throughout. So it's all over. Yeah. I have, I have Thanksgiving off, so that's good. Good stuff. Are you traveling anymore for Thanksgiving? Not Thanksgiving, just for Christmas and New Year's. You got family 
are you doing anything for Thanksgiving, or is it just you and? Uh, well, we just had our friendsgiving, which you were at yesterday. So that was, yeah, that was pretty much it for Thanksgiving. Um, Lindsay's, my wife's parents came in to town last week, so they were here for like four days. So we went up to Sedona and hung around here for a bit. But that's about it for Thanksgiving. We're just gonna kind of cool. chill. Shout out to Lindsay and of course Jared for hosting that Friendsgiving. That was a blast. Oh yeah, really you're fun. welcome. Good group of. Was there ten of us there? I think 10. 9 or 10, yeah. 9 or 10, yeah. Yeah, that was that was a good time. We had a, a fun time. And we had the Chiefs game on, and the Chiefs pulled out the win. It was a good game. Yes, yes. Uh, Mark, what are you guys doing for, for Thanksgiving? We are staying right here in Scottsdale. Yeah. Um, all three of our kids will be at home, which will be nice. Uh, Savannah coming down from Washington, and Isaiah's flying in tomorrow night from California. So. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. Good, quiet family time. Is it just your immediate family, or you got any other family? Yeah, in? just just the kids. Nice. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. fun. Yeah. I know in nice. years past you've had family members who. Have yeah, a few years back we had literally everyone. I mean, like my my parents, my siblings, their kids. Yeah. It, we had a whole. I was there for that. Yeah, and Jared. <laughs> I yeah. was there too. Yeah, Jared was Part there. Part of the family. Part of the fam. One of the adopted adopted yeah, or adopted adopted son. Our adopted son. That's right. <laughs> that's yeah. So awesome. Yeah, it's kind of a crazy story. The three of us kind of have our paths have been intertwined in many a way yeah the three of us uh so jared and i went to union college together for we met in 2014 went to union yeah. college together for a year we got pretty close that year we were always working out together and laughing at the stupidest things yeah um and we stayed in touch over the years before i moved out here to arizona and mark and i man we i've known mark over a decade now oh, yeah. 2011 is when yeah. we met so over a decade. Yeah, um, you were a junior in high school. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So almost half my life I've now known, uh, known Mark. Mm-hmm. Um, he was my, starting out, was my PE teacher and my senior year Bible teacher, I want to say. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so the stories that I'm sure you can tell oh, yeah. <laughs> the craziness yeah. of high school. but in, in years working together at camp with all the shenanigans that take place yeah. at summer camp. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So we worked at, and then we worked at a summer camp together for four summers. So mm-hmm. um, summer of 2020. 12, 13, 14, and 15. Yep. I know you did one more year there after that. But mm-hmm. yeah, so um, the fact that we're all three sitting here right now, each of us yeah. kind of has a, a part in us all being here right now. It's yeah. kind of yeah. bizarre. Cause and the, 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 part, the other part that intertwines him in is he was getting ready to do a rotation yeah. for PT school, and you just did a shout out. Hey, is there anyone in Arizona who might be able to host this guy? Yeah. And my wife was like, hey – you know, Jake Prosser just yeah, uh, yeah. did a shout out and he has his friend and you think he'd be okay if he stayed at our house? I'm like, are you crazy? No way. I'm not going to have some random college guys living at my house with, with my two daughters. Yeah. And then uh, we talked and I interviewed this guy and I was yep. like, he seems pretty cool. And then he came and I showed up with a, he hasn't left. So yeah. Well, he's yeah. still here. So. And I'm surprised you kept me when I showed up. I had like a cut off, like stupid <laughs> denim. Oh, that redneck shirt. Up. Yeah. Oh, and it's yeah. A, I love, no, I love no it. False idols. I love it. I love it. I was so, <laughs> it was awesome. So Mark moved out here. The Cortez moved out here in 2015. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. I 2015. So. Yeah. Um, lived out here for three years. And then in 2018, early 2018 is when I saw Jared. It was it was mm-hmm. actually Jared posted it on Facebook, okay. asking, "Does anyone oh, yeah, know anyone yeah. in Arizona?" Uh, yep. And um, <laughs> I saw it, screenshot it, immediately thought of you guys immediately because I knew you guys were out here in Arizona. Yeah, yeah. And uh, sent it to Bambi, and <laughs> then kind of the rest is history. So, so really, it's yeah. thanks to you. Well, yes, but then you kind of helped bring me up. Then, well, yeah, then because it's, years it's later, then take. in 20 next summer, well, early. March or so, March or I guess it was March of 2019. Then 
the assistant dean here at the time. So I'm a, I'm a dean and I teach a few classes here at the school that we work at. Um, the assistant dean position opened up and I was kind of in limbo at that point. Maybe I'll share that story sometime, but um, figuring out where I wanted to land next and kind of start my adulting life. Yeah. And it's just, it's, it's crazy how God works in the pieces falling into place in your life because one yeah. thing led to another. Mm-hmm. And um, my name came up. Jared was like, oh, yeah, for sure, reach out to Jake. I think that he, I don't know what he's doing right well, now. You were, Mark, Mark was thinking about yeah. who mm-hmm. had you in mind. Yeah. yeah. And then we were talking about it. I'm like, oh, that'd be dope. Exactly, mm-hmm. yeah. And so really one good. thing led to another. The domino pieces fell, and now I've been yeah. out here for over three years. And yeah, you're four right now. The dream, the dream Dean. We, we call ourselves the Dream Dean <laughs> Team. Yeah, that's, that's us, Mark and Jake, Dream Dean Team. I hear our, uh, my little dogs knocking the door. I'll let them in eventually. I can stay outside for now. They're fine. Um, but yeah, again, thank you guys for being here. Um, yeah, yeah. You guys thank both you. have a very special place in, in my life and in my heart. So Same. appreciate you guys for being here. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So this kind of goes back to what we were talking about there for a second. Uh, I want to talk about the holidays with you guys. All right, yeah. The holidays. Do you have any, what's your favorite holiday? Maybe starting off, we can talk about what's your favorite holiday. Um, traditions that you've established over the years maybe traditions or things that happened as a kid that maybe you carry on now as we're all adults mm. um the holidays do you have a favorite holiday let's start with that question i'll start yeah go, go for it, it. i, I yeah. it's thanksgiving right now mm-hmm. and this is by far hands down my favorite holiday mm-hmm. because there's less pressure to be dragged into the commercialism and the materialism and all the hype that goes along with that, yeah. you know, buying junk that you don't need, impress people you don't like with money you don't have, you know, that old bumper sticker. But uh, <laughs> honestly, I, I just, it's all based on just being thankful. Mm-hmm. And I think it's awesome. You know, pretty much every other holiday I can think of has some weird pagan twist to it. You yeah. know, not that, you know, I'm not against celebrating them or anything like that, but, you know, you got Christmas and it's like, it's not even on Christ's birthday and it's like, oh, it's all these weird connotations and you know, some random it can guy. Be very with materialistic. A, it can be, yeah, extremely materialistic. And can you imagine yeah. being gr- grown up as a kid, knowing that there's some random man that lives in the North pole who knows your every move. That scares me. It's kind of creepy. And honestly. then you sit really on his lap and it. tell him what you really want. I'm just like, come on. If you really I, think about it, it's yeah, creepy, it's, man. Santa, the whole thing with Santa is yeah, pretty so, creepy. Yeah. Thanksgiving. Uh, by far, what was, was Saint Nicholas? That was a that's a real man though. That yeah. lived, right? Saint yeah. Nicholas, yeah. Who Santa Claus is based off of? I apparently, yeah. I wish I did. I wish I knew more about this. I would totally look into yeah, it. I have no idea. Pretty bizarre. But yeah, you mentioned with Thanksgiving, the purpose and the meaning of Thanksgiving is amazing. Like yeah. it's a time to seriously take a step back and be thankful. Give thanks for all the blessings in your life, even if you're going through a really tough time. Maybe there's a lot of crap going on in your life at the moment, mm-hmm. and things could be better. We all have things we can be thankful of, regardless of how bad it is. So it's, it's an yeah. opportunity to get together with loved ones, with friends, and say, even if I'm going through a really tough time right now, there's a lot to be thankful for. Let me give Absolutely. the thanks back. And if you're religious like the three of us are, you can give that thanks back to God and say, thank you for all you've done in mm-hmm. our lives. Um, it is unfortunate how <laughs> Thanksgiving, which it should be about focusing on the blessings in your life, what you have, what God's given you, it's been twisted into such a Black Friday shopping. Hey, yeah, yeah. in fact, not even Black Friday on Thanksgiving. Screw being thankful. Come out and buy all these new things that you need in your yeah. life. Like, yeah. how crazy is that? That it's been. Well, yeah, it went Halloween, decorating for Halloween, and celebrating that like for like a month in October. They celebrate Halloween. Yeah. 
then just like a little snippet for Thanksgiving, but really like Christmas lights are going up now. Like everyone's getting ready for Christmas, which I get. It's fine if you want to celebrate that, but it's like Thanksgiving, I feel has a bigger meaning, better, better meaning. Yeah. And it just gets overshadowed. hundred percent. So. Yeah. And people always, it's always funny too, because people like you were saying, it gets overshadowed because mm -hmm. Thanksgiving deserves its dues, I think. And I yeah. actually really appreciate my mom growing up was always like, we don't celebrate for Christmas until after Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. yeah. She gave Thanksgiving. My mom is real. You know, I mean, you know how she is. She's yeah. real. She's creative with her decorating. She really gets festive and likes decorating and stuff. And so she has a lot of fall slash Thanksgiving decorations that she would always put up around the house. And so that kind of got instilled in me at a young age that you give Thanksgiving its dues. Yeah. Pay your respect yeah. to Thanksgiving before you get all into the hype of Christmas. And yeah, good for her. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So I was somebody, it, actually, it was Greta, my <laughs> youngest, was mentioning how she really likes Christmas and she wanted to start decorating early and all mm -hmm. this kind of stuff. And she said, Thanksgiving is just a day. Christmas is a season. Mm. And I jokingly responded, Christmas might be a season, but Thanksgiving is a lifestyle. Ooh. I was like, Ooh, yeah, Greta. Yeah. That's to you, yeah, Greta. Greta. No. <laughs> no, but it's great. It, Christmas is a great holiday, too. Yeah. I mean, yeah. But let's be honest with you. I mean, I we, we, we acknowledge Christ's birth and everything like that because you know, it's, it's a time when we pay homage to that and it, it opens up opportunities for us to talk about that. But yeah. Where the rubber meets the road, the bottom line is, I like Christmas because I like presents. Yeah, I like getting stuff. That's true. I mean, I'm most people. Do. I I could lie and say, oh no, I really it doesn't matter. It does, you man. I want to get presents. Like buy me. I I want this. I want that. I'll give you my wish list. Yeah, and I'll be real happy when I get it. But uh, that's kind of the part that I recognize my own like human fault. Human nature. Yeah, like yeah, human yeah, nature yeah. is like oh. I'm well, honestly, the only thing I ever want for Christmas is money. Like. Yeah, like Lindsay's parents will ask for me, sure. her mom will ask, that's her mom mostly, they'll ask me, like, I need everyone's Christmas list, all the kids and stuff. And I'm like, I, I don't really want anything if you're going to give me something, just money, because <laughs> at this point, everyone too, could use that. So I totally yeah. agree. Isn't that, I think that means we're getting old. So well, I honestly, I wanted money. That was what I put on my list when I was like 12 and 13. Really? Like, even yeah. that young? Okay. Yeah, because I'll buy what I want. Like, I know what I want. A gift, back, a big mm -hmm. gift basket full of money? Yeah, yeah, I <laughs> yeah. will take that all day, every day. But. That's so funny, dude. Yeah, um, I laugh though because we all exchange like, here, I'll give you ten bucks, a ten dollar gift yeah, card, and then and you I, give yeah, me one. Yeah. It's like it's just keep your money. Right? Exactly. Back to square one. Yeah. yeah, my mom asked me what <laughs> for for Christmas. Uh, we were looking into uh, Jess and I were looking into to see if we could go home to Kansas City, mm -hmm. where my parents live, for for um, Christmas because Thanksgiving. I'm traveling out to Minnesota tomorrow, actually. Mm. Spending some time with my nice. sister and brother-in-law and my nephew who live out there. My mom and dad are driving up from Kansas City. Oh, nice. So I'll get to be with my whole family, which will be awesome. And having Jess there is always special. Awesome. Um, so that'll be awesome for Thanksgiving. But Jess and I bought those tickets. And then after we got those, we looked into Christmas. And the tickets <laughs> were a little more expensive. Mm -hmm. By a couple hundred bucks to go to Kansas City. Did you look at flying out on Christmas Day? Mm, yeah, we did. And that, that oh. was, you know, it would save us maybe 50, 75 bucks, something like that. Yeah. But um, we were like, ah, it's kind of hard. We don't want to be dropping all this money. It's and uh, my mom reached out to me and she's like, Can we, are we going to see you at Christmas? I'm like, it's kind of pricey. We don't know. We want to. But she was like, well, here, our Christmas gift for you will be, we'll pay for one of your tickets. Oh. And I was like, well, that's perfect. That's literally awesome. That's all I would want. I yeah. mean, that, this, that's a good gift right there. That's exactly. Amazing. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, are you kidding me? That's amazing. So then Jess and I got to split the, the price of one ticket and it yeah. made it even basically, you know, a third of what we would have essentially yep. combined. So. Yep. 
Um, yeah, at this stage in my life, gifts. I mean, I have a job with. Uh, once you can become an adult, gifts. The the significance of them kind of changes because it's like you have adult money. Once you have adult money, yeah. you have any sort of expendable income. Of course, be smart with your cash. Obviously, Mark could attest mm -hmm. more to that. Maybe that could be our next topic we talk about. Yeah. But um, if there's something you need and it's pressing, new clothes or something, you can you, you have the luxury of doing that. Yeah, and I, I'm in a blessed position to say I, I have the money to do that stuff. I know some people live paycheck to paycheck and they mm -hmm. don't have any expendable income. So I know I'm speaking from a point of privilege, but. Um, yeah, at this point, like what I want for gifts is like quality time with people. Like, geez, for my birthday, which isn't a holiday, but <laughs> should be. Yeah. <laughs> no, really, Jared's birthday should be a holiday because it's also Justin Bieber's birthday. So, <laughs> true. <No. laughs> um, at this point in my life, what I want for gifts is like quality time with the people I love. You know, my yeah. friends. Like what we did for my birthday this last yeah. year. Right. And, and, and that's why I like Thanksgiving so much is because. Yeah that's where the emphasis is at yeah. yeah you know yeah well and and like i i will say like this can be done like at any time of year but it's like at christmas i used to watch these i used to follow this guy or subscribe to this guy on youtube who would go around and like secretly tip like waitresses more money like he would talk to them while getting served and like he'd realize they're kind of going through a tough time and he'd tip them like a thousand bucks wow. and then he would run outside and secretly record to get their reaction oh, they were crying cool. and stuff or or in like a in the grocery store uh you know just just random people just giving them and they just break down and like awesome, i wasn't man. able to pay for my i wouldn't i don't know how i'm gonna pay for my uh groceries next week or something like that all i can do is like this week and you just save me or, or you save Dude. me for my rent and mm -hmm. and like so that stuff like does That's make cool. me feel good and that happens more around christmas yeah so there is there are like there's good people out there that do understand like the true meaning and stuff mm -hmm. but so I, I do appreciate that but i guess awesome. i'm gonna piggyback off you and like say my favorites thanksgiving for everything we're, we're talking about okay so. cool mm -hmm. cool yeah i was challenging all my students to uh yeah. for thanksgiving to be intentional with it mm -hmm. like take some time and and truly be reflect on all the good you have in your life because it's so easy to look past this to christmas but uh, that's why I challenged them before they left for, for home leave for our week off. I was like, take some time and reflect on all the blessings that you have in your life. And of course, again, being a religious-based inst yeah. institution, mm -hmm. I was like, you know, give thanks to God. You know, even if you're going through a really, t I don't know what you guys are going through on your in your personal lives, but mm -hmm. the fact that we can all even be here at TAA is a blessing. So I was yeah. like, you know, give give thanks yeah. for for even the smallest things. Yeah. Um. Mm -hmm. So Jared, you would say your favorite is as well Thanksgiving. Yeah. 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 Do you have any? any uh, Thanksgiving stories from when you were younger that have kept with you that has instilled why it's your favorite? I will say the most memorable ones. Okay. Um, my, my buddies, Jake and Jordan back home, we got in some trouble a little bit, but so I'm not going to share those stories. Um, Statute of limitations. Yeah. Is yet. <laughs> those are the most memorable, but I mean, to be honest, like my family, my, my dad's side of the family, we always got together on, thanksgiving and christmas like but we really like my parents and stuff we didn't really ever have any like traditions okay like honestly we my dad's not really into celebrating holidays as much like he'll do it kind of like what we're talking about he's not he doesn't really get into it as much um more just the family aspect and then my mom really she used to like decorating for christmas and stuff um and thanksgiving a little bit but they never they never really got into it so as far as like um 
anything crazy that we would do or traditions that we didn't really have any other than going to family and just eating a ton of food yeah. and coming home and yeah. that was it one more thing there was I, something just popped in my head um in high school i do remember having some buddies and we did get up we stayed up all night and went to like the mall at like 3 a.m or 4 a.m on black friday, on black friday. Yeah. just got in line we videoed ourselves we were just dancing like kind of <laughs> Messing with people, not messing for, uh, for something, or I mean, we didn't, we didn't go shopping. We just were like running around, jumping like Black Friday, yeah. <laughs> and we looked like idiots, just stupid high schoolers. But we just like to do it because we got on the news and they interviewed me once. Wow. And okay. I'm like, it was so cold because I'm from Green Bay, Wisconsin. So like, black, like late November, three, four a.m. in the morning is super cold mm. in Green Bay. And I, I just remember getting interviewed. I'm like, it's colder than a Packer game, and I'm saying all this stupid stuff, just freezing and. What I, it was just so dumb, but it was fun. Have either of you ever actually gone Black Friday shopping? Yes, yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. Do you have any any crazy stories from that? Or was it pretty straightforward? It was pretty straightforward. Other than that, the fact that I don't like to shop. Waiting in lines. Waiting in lines. Yeah. yeah. We got some you know good deals and all that, but just getting up that early and then like feeling like. Like, I don't drink, but I felt like I had a hangover the rest of the day because mm. I was just so exhausted from waking up at, like, 3 or whatever. Yeah. It was cold. Crowds. I mean, I, I swore to myself I would never do it again, and I've held true to that <laughs> promise and don't plan on ever doing it. Nice. <laughs> I, I say that, and, you know, there's a good deal on something that I really want, and, you know, I guess you take advantage of it. But I had a couple years yeah. when I was in college where money was super tight, and so I would always be super, like, in tune on the – latest black friday deals mm -hmm. and this was around the time where they started really shifting it into basically thursday night mm -hmm. so it's thanksgiving day and i had a couple of years there probably like 2013 and 14 i remember both of those years one of the years was to get a, a tv that, I, that was like a you know 40 inch 1080p tv super cheap so i went and stood in line actually with my buddy juan shout out juan him and i went and sat in front of target for yeah. like probably five hours and this was in Kansas City, so not Wisconsin, um, Green Bay. Still cold. But still, it was cold. You know, it was in the mm -hmm. 30s that day. Yeah. And I remember we didn't have, like, we brought hoodies, but we were, like, our feet were frigid. Yeah. So I remember mm -hmm. my dad bringing, me, bringing us, like, blankets and stuff. Um, and then the next year, again, I went to, uh, I think it was for, like, a video game I wanted, or I forget exactly what it was, but they were having a good deal on, on buying them. And so uh, <laughs> I went at night by myself and stood in line for again four hours and it was freezing <laughs> the same thing happened oh, man. i had my cousin uh, shelby she ended up bringing me like an extra pair of socks and like mittens and stuff because i was so cold this is at night it was probably like tw in the 20s that year uh thankfully i haven't had to do that and nor have i wanted to since i've um, never done that four hours is yeah a long time yeah it was a long time did you get the tv i yeah. got it yeah okay Juan yeah. and i both got them we put those in our dorm rooms that year nice. yeah, that was nice there you go. any favorite christmas memories that you know christmas stories christmas day stories maybe it could be from when you were a kid or currently as a family man or <laughs> man how's the experience of christmas morning being a, a parent particularly when yeah. your kids were young how was that um the excitement in the kids um, we probably didn't make a big deal of it as, as some families do. Sure. Um, we didn't do Santa Claus. None of our kids grew up believing in Santa Claus. Okay. Um, <laughs> you told them from the start. We told hey, them from the Santa start. Santa. I like that. It's fake. Yeah. Don't tell other kids cause they might believe it, you know, yeah. be respectful and all sure. that. But, uh, we don't do that in our house. Um, because I think it's, 
honestly kind of weird. Yeah. So um, no, no disrespect to anyone who does it. But well, can I share something along those lines? Sure. Is so my wife's my mom my mother in law. She Wait, who? Yeah. <laughs> my my mother in law. She. So the first her first um, child they raised him believing in Santa Claus just for you know the first few years while he's grown up, mm-hmm. and then the, their second kid. Um, he, he believed it as well up until a point where he said, when he found out that Santa wasn't real, he's like, oh, does this mean that Jesus isn't real either? Mm. Oh, hello. And that like kind of hit her and hit, yeah. hit both of uh, my father and mother-in-law and they were like, okay, enough of that. So yeah, my wife, yeah. Lindsay, she's the youngest. She didn't grow up believing in Santa. Since, since you said that, I'll share, yeah. I'll share my story too. Cool. Yeah. Cause I didn't know how. Yeah, no, no, I try to be the... sensitive or whatever, but no, that no, exact th- same thing happened to me. I can remember playing hide-and-seek with my little sister, and I was hiding in the back of the hall closet, and I found the, what we used every single year for Easter baskets, and they were stuffed back there. And I, was, I looked at it, and all of a sudden, the, you know, the, the logical, you know, like, oh, wait, this is the same thing I had la- wait, the, in the year before. Oh, wait, it's in my mom's closet. And I just started putting two and three together, and it's like, wait a second. There's no Easter bunny. And yeah. I, I it just I came to that conclusion. And I went out and held, held the basket in my hand. I was kind of upset. Oh, so as a kid, your parents are you what you're saying is your parents. Yeah, I was I don't it. know how old I was, probably wow. like, you know, fifteen, sixteen. No, I'm just kidding. Um I was <laughs> I was I don't know. Twenty five. Yeah. <laughs> I was just first couple years of marriage and I found out there was no Santa Claus. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, no, I was I was just a kid, you know, and I, I remember being upset and then I remember questioning my mom and she said oh yeah you're old enough now you know there's no santa claus there's no easter bunny and i was legit like upset and yeah. kind of offended that my parents lied to me wow about that and wow. to be real honest with yeah. you i can literally remember going and laying on my bed staring at the ceiling and wondering that exact same thing yeah. I, I remember also, wow. thinking these thoughts i wonder when they're going to tell me there is no god man yeah. because think about it, santa claus has some godlike features. Yep. I mean, sure, he sure, 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 sure. covers the whole world in one night. He knows yep. whether you're asleep or you're awake. He knows you're good or bad. bad. He, he rewards want. good, yeah. you know. And I'm just yeah. like, not to mention, you know, I I know people who are super, super amazing people. But when they were kids, they made good grades. They followed the rules. They were, you know, well-behaved children. But they were from very poor homes, mm-hmm. and they did they didn't get diddly squat for Christmas as far as presents. Mm. And then the little brats and the jerks in class who are always in trouble you know the bullies they come back with their hundred dollar shoes and all their new clothes and all their gadgets and they look like the good ones it gives you a really skewed perspective on what is good what is bad why are they being rewarded and i'm not and we start attributing those characteristics i think in our subconscious like mine Mm. maybe to god and i think wow i think we do a lot of injustice by fairy tales and all this dumb stuff like Santa Claus. Well, I'm that's sorry. fascinating. That's strong, I know. Because there are a lot of good people that do teach their kids and whatever. No, no, and you, you can do it with, you and you can do it in balance and stuff like that. But it I'm an extreme person. Maybe that's why I took it so hard. Um, but well and you know too, I'm not the only one obviously. No, so yeah. And you know too, like like you said, the because some parents are like I don't want to tell my kids that Santa's not real yet. They just want to wait year by year. Mm-hmm. The longer it goes on, like the, more, yeah. the harder it is for the kid to like accept that down the road mm-hmm. and they're going to get more upset. I'd rather just tell them early or not at all. So you don't yeah. have to make them upset and start questioning things at such an early age. And that can really, yeah. 
Not sa- like every, I'm sure so many people believed in Santa and then just you know are fine now. But like it does send a different yeah. message. I'm good. Yeah. Your parents same deal. They they. I never believed. They it. never. You never. Yeah. But, yeah. Me neither. My parents pretty much from the start. You know, we they mentioned Santa like Santa's. Yeah. But it's they, a thing. They, 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 yeah, it's a thing. But he's not real. Like yeah. they make very clear that it wasn't real. Yeah. So yeah, from the start, I knew Santa was just kind of fairy tale make believe yeah. stuff yeah i remember one christmas uh this is a question i'm gonna ask you guys next about like if you have any christmas or christmas day stories that really stand out to you particularly as a kid because for me i remember when i was like, probably four years old i was still living in california and my mom's all my mom's siblings all three of her brothers came out with their families and so we had i guess six kids and you know all the parents eight eight adults in, in the house in our little california house and all the kids, we slept on the floor in the big, because we had this house had a big living room. And then I think only maybe three bedrooms and a big living room. So, you know, kids just slept in the, mm-hmm. in the living room. And I remember Christmas Eve into Christmas morning that night, I remember my uncle, <laughs> I think it was my uncle Lauren, he dressed up as Santa <laughs> and like snuck out in the middle of the night with his big, you know, the, yeah, the sack classic. of the gifts. Yeah, and actually put them under the trees and stuff. And That's I remember, funny. Like, I think it was my cousin Cameron. He like nudged me <laughs> yeah well it's funny because it's like those are fun memories yeah exactly mm-hmm. so i mean like you said the balance it is yeah. tough because yep. i mean it's it's good good yeah vibes it can be it can be a good fun you know yeah. it's not inherently like and i can remember I'm, up, but... i grew up in northern indiana it was you know probably not as cool as green bay but it was pretty cold and mm-hmm. i just remember sitting in the warm cozy living room with the lights off the yeah. christmas tree lights are you know, like the fire, well, we didn't have a fireplace, okay. but, um, but, you know, it was that, that ambiance, you know, and you put the cookies out for Santa the next morning you wake up and the cookies are gone and mm-hmm. that nostalgic feeling like, Oh wow. Yeah. You know, just, but then when that's all snuffed out, yeah. you know, rip. Yeah. Rip. Yeah. Yeah. I remember my, another one of my childhood memories of Christmas is Christmas 2004. So I was 10 years old and, or maybe it was Christmas 2005. I'm sorry pretty sure it was 2005 yeah christmas 05 and i wanted nothing more than a nintendo ds <laughs> and mario kart for christmas and i remember just asking my parents like please you know maybe if you give it for me for christmas i don't need anything for my birthday either for the next year you know i just want it so bad i said that a lot too <laughs> yeah and thinking for sure i wasn't getting it and then i remember um again my cousin cameron that him and his family were were down there that year and i remember my cousin cameron had a nintendo ds and I was showing my dad this game called Nintendogs, which I don't remember if you're fam- either of you are familiar with that. It's like a virtual dog. It had a touchscreen and a stylus. You like pet the dog on the system yep. and play fetch with it. I remember showing my dad being like, isn't this so cool? My dad being like, oh, yeah, that's cool. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, I hope I get one for Christmas. And I looked away. And my dad made eye contact with Cameron. And he winked at Cameron. And Cameron like got really excited, and then me, him and I left the room. And Cameron was like, "Oh, your dad winked at me when he when he said that. I think you're getting it." I think you're getting <laughs> yeah, it. yeah. Guys were being so excited and, and anxious. Here's another question: Presents when you were growing up, were they opened on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day? Uh, we we had a tradition. Um, I I was fortunate enough to grow up in a neighborhood out in the country. There were 13 houses on this little cul-de-sac. We lived on the first house. And both sets of grandparents lived at the end of the street. Of your both of, of yours, yeah. Wow. So of the thirteen houses, three of them were, you know, grandma, grandpa, grandma, grandpa, and us. And um, so every Christmas Eve, we would go to my my mom's parents' house, the 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 Myers side of the family, 
and we would always have a nice Christmas dinner, and we would open up presents that they would get us. And those were like the, the, the clothes and all that kind of stuff. And then on Christmas morning, we'd have it at our house, and um, we would um, that's when we got all our like toys and stuff like that. Awesome. But nice. you mentioned favorite present. I can remember I was nine years old, and yep. I so badly wanted a BB gun. And, <laughs> yeah, well, my dad was like, you, Lick a pole while you're, you're at not, it. <laughs> yeah, you're not going to BB gun. Those things are dangerous, and you know, blah, 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 blah. And so Christmas morning, I opened up, and I didn't get a BB gun. I got a 22 rifle. Whoa. And I was like, whoa. And my dad said, you're going to learn how to respect a gun. Wow. I was nine years old. Yeah. My dad bought me a rifle. And I'll tell you what, though. He took me out. He t- taught me how to <sighs> shot. We got the sights set. And I used to go squirrel hunting with my grandpa. And yeah, yeah only losers good, good get times. BB guns. Real men get 22s. That's son. right. That's right. So, no son of mine. You got me a Desert Eagle. Yeah. <laughs> Got a tank. No, I got a I got a twelve gauge one year for Christmas too. Oh, you got a whole arsenal. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So well, I don't know if this is I can cut around this. Do you still have these have guns? Do you still have these guns? I can cut around this if you want. Um, it doesn't matter. I actually still own the twenty two. Are we allowed to say this? And I'll edit around this. Are we allowed to say this because we live on a school campus? No, yeah, you can say it. Yeah. Can? Okay, I wasn't yeah. sure. Okay, awesome. Yeah. No, we're good. Um I still have the twenty two, but yeah. it's at my dad's house. Okay. My wife doesn't like guns. Okay. And um, I respect that. Yeah, yeah, sure. I'm sure. not a hunter. I don't really shoot and things like that. So I have no use We just have a couple for protection. protection. Like, that's literally... Cool. There are a lot of crazies out there these days. Yeah. I, mean, mm-hmm. I don't go hunting with it. This could be a whole other topic, but I was talking mm-hmm. about Jess recently. She's like, man, the amount of, like... I'm always kind of antsy, and this is going to be a tangent. I'll try to make this quick, but I'm always a little antsy when I'm in crowds these days. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And it's kind of messed up. I, it's unfortunate that I feel that way, but, like... I'm hyper vigilant when I enter a building. If it's a big crowd, like I look around, make sure I know how would I get out. Exactly. Yeah, that's smart. Because I mean, topic of guns, man. Like, well, I think we talked about this when we went floating down the river. Didn't we talk about like, what if you know? Yeah. Yeah. This was right after a big shooting. Or something. Yeah. Yeah. So we're thinking like, how would we get out of this river if something crazy did that? You don't know, man. There's lunatics out there these days. Like, and it could be anywhere. I mean, people like to blame the gun, and not to get too political here, but I think it's. It's a bigger picture than that. Yeah. You know, it's people, mm-hmm. it's the mental health issue, mental health help that people need out there. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. But again, you know, not to get political here and sorry for the tangent anyways, but, um, so <laughs> you got guns. Yeah. Santa this. Claus guns. I mean, it's yeah. Like, <laughs> Santa Claus <laughs> coming down with a gun. <laughs> with a Glock. Yeah. Mental yeah. health. I mean, you got a guy coming through your chimney, you know, something's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. A good point. <laughs> oh, man, all right. I think that's a good jumping off point. There you that's go. so funny. Um, all right. Second topic, and I think you guys will both have some good input here because you're both kind of sports, athletic-minded people, individuals uh, like myself. Jared and I in particular. Um, so we all like playing sports. I mean, Mark, you're a former PE teacher. Um, mm-hmm. I have a phys ed degree. Jared's you know, played intramurals. He's always been into sports, so he's an uh, athletic and fit dude himself. So I'll try. <laughs> um, I want to know what your guys' thoughts are. Last night at Jared's Friendsgiving, we had the Chiefs game on, and the Chiefs were losing when we left. And as Jess and I were walking to my car, I was like, oh, goodness, stupid football games. Like, I'm like, I'm like oh, I hate football. Why, why are we so – why do I feel so invested in something I have zero control over? Like, why do I let this – it either makes me ha- hyped and happy or it actually gets me bummed out and, like, mad at times. Like, why do I let this have this much power over me? And I'm not the only one by any means. I'm probably – on the well, and it's not just sports either, but we're just talking sports. I just want to throw that out there. Like, 
in terms everyone, of everyone everyone deals with something they're like addicted oh, to or get so passionate about that they that's have fair. no control over. That we have yeah. no control, but, but that's for us. It's sports. Specifically, sports yeah. can literally affect. I mean, rewind to Jared. You were here when the Chiefs won the Super Bowl two years ago. <laughs> yeah. I was thrashing and rolling and crying and farting and. Oh yeah, I was too. Yeah, I was too in high school when the Packers won it. <laughs> I was all over. I was letting them rip, man. Exactly. You guys so are lunatics. Yeah. I was so excited that the Chiefs won. You know, and like so hyped. Cry. I FaceTime my, my my sister and brother-in-law, or they FaceTime me, and they're like, we did it, Chiefs won. And I was crying. It's like, I'm so happy about a stinking Chiefs game. Like, this mm-hmm. means literally nothing. I played no part in this. Yeah, your life goes, goes on, on as normal. I had this talk with my other buddy, Jake, Jake Fitzgerald. Yeah. Shout out Fitzy. We, shout out Fitzy, because we get <laughs> so invested and so hype. And it's the same thing year after year. It's like, okay, well, this year we got a few new pieces, or we're trying this scheme. Rogers, he's, he's got a new, like – throwing style he changes mechanics a little bit or you know adams is going to go off this year and it's like year after year we do the same thing and we make fun of ourselves like we've been doing this definition of insanity yeah we've been doing this for five years where it's like you know what i'm not even going to watch any games until the playoffs because we know they're going to get to the divisional round the packers and then that's when we start caring but we call each other almost every after every game and we still just like fall into that like addiction and we we started realizing it but we like we can't like control ourselves. Thanks, thanks, thank goodness it's only like not even half a year. Mm-hmm. Right, five months. Because a day. <laughs> and it's one day a week. Right. It's it's just so I hate it. It's bizarre, man. It's the weirdest. Like it's thing. weird. I'm thinking about this. And I'm like, I mean, you're a diehard, passionate Packers fan. I've seen you go through the emotions, the yeah. anger, the happiness. You've seen me do it, obviously, to extremes. Like, so I guess the question is, why do people? Why do you think people let that have such control over them? And is it? Is there an inherent, like, is it inherently, is that bad? Or, you know, like, what do you think is, what do we think of this, this, I, this I, thing that exists out there? I, for me, it started, it started when I was younger, just like in Green Bay and I'm sure Kansas City, well, Kansas City is bigger than Green Bay and there's more stuff too, but like Green Bay, it's like, that's all we had, <clears throat> that's all we, <clears throat> excuse me. It's the biggest thing. It's the thing in Green that's Bay. That's all we had right. in Green Bay. Professional sports mm-hmm. league, giant stadium. When it makes national like right. news and TV, it's like, oh, I, I know. Like every time they show a highlight of the city, which is not much for Green Bay, it's like, I know that place. I know that place. That's cool. there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's like it's got that like that. It's a part of you. Yes. Even though it doesn't affect your life at all, it just it is entertainment. But yeah. it's like in your hometown, so it's yeah. like super. And you and you want your town, you want your team to be the best. That's true. So you're gonna root for them, and you want them to like win and succeed. Yeah, like. I think you're onto something because for me, the Chiefs and like they're one of several um, sports teams, yeah. and I root for all Kansas City sports teams. It's not just the Chiefs, and I I root for them because you're right. I grew up there, and like I have a, a very personal tie. Like yeah. Kansas City will always be home to me, and I guess it does kind of go back to that. Like you want, and you say Kansas City is a bigger city, probably not by much. Because Kansas City is a fairly small market team. Small, it's a small town. market team. It's a small yeah. Midwest. You know, yep. it's a city, but it's a smaller city. It's not L.A. or New York, obviously. Right. Um, and so, like, when Kansas City does great and they have a winning football team, they're beating these bigger cities, it's like, ha. Ah, That's Kansas you. Kansas City, right. Even right. though yeah. Kansas City may be smaller and, it, and stuff. Yeah. Our, look, we can still hang with you guys. We beat you guys. Yeah, we, you know? we can we, beat we, L.A. We can sure, beat New York. Nice weather, but our football team is better than, <laughs> yeah. you know. Well, like, and, and, too, it's like uh, cold weather cities. It's like. You, you like take pride in that because it's like cold weather, tough, kind of yeah. blue collar. Yeah. And then these like, you know, Florida teams or right. LA and like 
sissies over there. Like, you don't know what it's like to deal with the cold, even though I hate the cold. I couldn't deal with it. But it's like that. That's why I moved. Yeah. But still, there's that like pride in you, which yeah, it really is. It's whether good or bad, that's what it is. Right. Yeah. It's like a yeah, within reason, it is a sense of pride is typically seen in really bad light. But it's something that I am proud of. Yeah. I'm 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 proud to be from Kansas City. Um, I don't know if that's a bad thing. Do you think it's a bad thing to feel like you're proud to be from somewhere? Yeah, I'm, I'm proud to be from Green Bay. I just yeah. don't want to live there, but right. But I'm yeah. proud, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And so, Mark, what are your thoughts I, on this? Do you have anything no, like I'm, this in your life? I'm, I'm being quiet yeah. because I think I have a different perspective okay. on this. Yeah. In, this is going to sound weird coming from someone who has a PE degree, who taught PE, who was a, I was a, d1 collegiate athlete for four years That's right very fast um i you know of course it wasn't team sports i i was a cross country and, and track athlete mm-hmm. but a, a couple of things i'd like to say number one I, I i agree i i question why do we put so much emphasis and so much importance on athletics mm. i mean when you've got someone sitting the bench who's never even sees a minute of the game and they're making four times as much as a doctor that's ludicrous it's crazy absolutely ludicrous and we and we wear their shirts and we know their names and and you know it just a a couple of things number one on knowing their wearing their shirts and knowing their names and all that kind of stuff it just i'm dumbfounded at the knowledge we have and we're all in this um you, you know everybody on the roster you know where they were born what high school they went to what their stats are in college their career highlights you know all the intricate little ins and outs of their life and even on other teams that you don't even root for, yeah. mm-hmm. yet as as a Christian, I look at that and I'm like, wow, you know, I'm I'm sitting at a church potluck mm-hmm. and people are just rattling off all this stuff. And I'm like, <laughs> exactly how, do you, how my dad feels. How do you know this stuff? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. hey, what was King David's dad's name? Oh man, uh, oh, I don't know. Yeah, really, man. You know, and it, it just kind of puts it's it in perspective. Fair. It kind of stings, you know. Yeah, no, that's fair. And nice. I'm I'm speaking to myself too because you know I no, I grew yeah. up in. You know, I, I was huge in the Chicago Bears. I mean, back in the, the mid-'80s when the Super Bowl shuffle. The Bears. McMahon and, and William Perry and Mike, Mike Singleton and Didka, you yeah. know. All these guys were like, you know, these iconic football players. That, like the heroes. Cold, tough Chicago grit, you know. Right, yeah. Blue collar, you know, out there just tough as nails type mentality. And I, yeah. those were my idols. Walter Payton, man, he was my boyhood idol. I mean, the guy would train off-season running up hills and dodging trees and just they just – insane outrageous like work ethic yeah, yeah. and which, which there's good characteristics there's great you characteristics. Can learn from them. yeah there's a lot of great things the, uh, the, sure, the bible right. uses sports as um examples yeah. you know um but we put so much emphasis into it and mm. so much energy and time and effort and it's like if we well, would counterbalance that even a little bit with more things that more, more times substance. that are more substance and, and even if you weren't a christian like you, there's still other things you can fill your time Absolutely. with. Absolutely, yeah. So that would benefit like, you. That would benefit <laughs> yeah. you. I'm more used to you, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the, the, the yeah. other thing real quick is is I had, I got a, a scholarship to go to college not based on my academic prowess or mm. my grades because I graduated, I'm, I'm no shame, this is just facts, I graduated high school with a 2.1 GPA. Yeah. I sucked as a student, and I'll be the first to admit it. Um, my test scores were horrible. Um, colleges recruited me. They had me come. They toured the you know campus and met the teams and talked to the coaches. And then we'd sit down, and they'd put together a package, 
And then they'd lay everything out on the table and then they'd look at my transcripts and they would kind of slide it back and they'd be like, oh, never mind. We'd love to have you run for us, but you're going to be on academic probation. We're not going to offer you any money because you're too much of a liability for us. Wow. Except Ball State University. No offense, Ball State. <laughs> um, low low standards. Nursery. They gave me full tuition, books. Um, all I had to pay for was room and board. Mm. And... Um, or actually just room. I, I ate for free. I got free books, free tuition, everything. It was yeah. awesome. But did I deserve that? Mm. I don't think so. Mm. I, you know, yeah, I was a varsity athlete all four years, you know, yay, raw, whatever. And, uh, but I look at that and I'm thinking about the kid who maybe graduated high school with a, a 3.4. And it was the tipping point. Man, if he had a 3.5, he could have got a such and such scholarship. He could have gone to college. But because... His 3.4 wasn't quite good enough. He had to opt out to go to the military so he could get school paid for. And here I am, some dumb knucklehead kid who didn't give a rip yeah. about school, and I get a full ride just because I can put one foot in front of the other faster than the next guy. Wow. What does that have to do with life? Yeah. Yeah, you can glean. There's good life lessons, you know, yeah. there are things like that. But it's sports, man. You know, well, I got. Like but I took advantage of it. I'm not. I'm. I'm not going to be yeah. like, well, I'm so good, and I'm going to deny it. No, I. It's an opportunity. It was an opportunity, and I took yeah. it. But I don't think we prioritize it right. Um, well, and just think like that. now, like, like football and basketball are such big market. Like even college. Yeah. So it's like imagine what they offer those D1 athletes. Oh yeah. And it's like absolutely. It just it gets even more unfair, it seems. But yet, yeah. you know, I'm watching it. Oh yeah, you know, and March Madness comes around. I'll bet on some games or like yep. do my pickums or whatever. Yeah. I was just watching the NCAA cross country uh, national yeah. championships. Uh, it was on Saturday. You're curious, and you want and, to see uh, how they perform. And... Sunday morning, I look. I'm getting all the, this this stuff coming to me. Oh wow, the race was yesterday. Like I don't keep up with it. I didn't even know what it was, but I saw this stuff. And uh, I have to shout out to NAU, Northern Arizona University. Yeah, uh, Lumberjacks, NCAA champions. Wow. Um, it nice. was an 83-point tie. They had to go man-to-man -to, -man to see who broke the tie, and NAU came out the victors. Yeah. And uh, just I, I went up there, and when I graduated from Ball State, that's, I actually went to NAU to coach, mm -hmm. and that was my original career path. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I've, I felt invested, you know, like, oh, man, I coached yeah. there. Man, yeah. I knew something, you know. But then I look at it, I'm like, but it's just, it's still just putting one foot in front of the other. It's kind of like a so what. You know? Right. Yeah. I mean, even it's football, awesome. you're football, you're yeah. catching, a, or catching a ball and running with it. Yeah. Yeah. Or basketball, throwing it's ball it's, ball. it's such, you, if you put it in terms like that, like on paper, it's kind of weird. Sports are like stupid. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, yeah. you can kick a ball into a net or you can, throw, you can but shoot. It looks so cool doing it. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. It is weird. And it I is, don't know. Then you go back to the whole money thing that yeah. Mark brought up, how much money these guys are making, even if they're riding the bench versus yeah. the doctor, people who are, Saving lives. Yeah. So, oh, you and can you can play with balls. Here's millions of dollars. Yeah. You just found a cure for cancer. Here. Yeah. You know, here's a couple hundred thousand. Well, if you find cures for cancer, you might end up dead. So. True. True. <laughs> no one wants. True. I can touchy topics, but anyway. <laughs> yeah, I think I think the answer to this is it bad to be invested in sports. I think the answer with many things in life is moderation. Right. Yeah, balance, the easy yeah. answer. Ooh, shocker. Yeah. I don't think it's inherently bad to be invested. It's good to have things that you're into and like. Yeah, but yeah. it's a healthy outlet. It's fun. But yeah. prioritizing. Also, like, it's funny, Jared. Prioritizing, I almost, yeah. I almost feel like <laughs> so bad. My, my, my momentary highs might, be, might not be as high, but my lows aren't as low when the Chiefs are just sucking. Because yeah. I, like, I lose. I'm like, yeah, they're, they're going to lose. Who cares? Like, I went through the rough patch of their 
right when I was first getting into it, 2008, 9, 10, 11, 12, of Chiefs football being really into it, you know, they were awful. They were winning two games a season, four games a season. But you stuck with it, and now... Now it's like Chiefs fans were insufferable because we're good now, but... Yeah, um, well, you're excited. I'm, I'm laughing, though. I'm laughing. Yeah. You keep saying we, we, we. Yeah. But it's funny because you're invested. It's, you're part of it. That's are you on the point, team? Man. Are they no, give, are they are they cutting you a check every it's month? Yeah. But we do that. You know, I got yeah. a, I decided when NAU won. Why? Because I I was a graduate right. assistant coach there 25 years ago. Right. I mean, right. Who cares? Yeah. But yeah, it's just funny. I'm, I just wanted to point you're that so out right. because no. thank you for doing. Yeah, this is funny. It's it is. Just, it's very yeah. strange. It's yeah, my it's team. Too. My team. Yeah, exactly. Oh, you get a check every no. Well, yeah. I just <laughs> I sit down and watch them play a lot. I see you're wearing a jersey. Did you pay for that? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's <laughs> yeah. all it's all so silly. It's all it so is. silly. But it is. All right. Good good discussion. Yeah. Any, any yeah. closing thoughts on that, guys? Or you kind of say your piece, Jared? I thought I might have cut you off at one point. Were you good? I probably I forgot. I don't. But okay. I think we covered. Okay. A good amount. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um. All right. Uh. Last organized topic I have here is I want to talk about. Maybe this will be a quicker one. We'll see how, how where our thoughts run away to. But um, natural disasters, all right? Prevalent all over the place recently. Um, Florida got hit with a pretty bad hurricane, I know. Um, tornadoes in the Midwest. Uh, out here, I guess you have, what would be our, what would be our worst natural? Honestly, we don't have. Every, every summer is a natural disaster. I was going to say, it's just uh, yeah, yeah, 115 degrees out. Yeah, natural storms. disaster is, is the, the blaring heat of 120 degrees um but then you have like earthquakes are there have you ever experienced an earthquake out here in arizona i haven't never yeah, no. neither of you have okay i haven't either i guess they can happen out here i was doing some research i was looking oh, into it i didn't know they that. can happen in in, Ar- in arizona i guess phoenix had one most recently at least within the last 10 years maybe it was shortly before you moved here but i guess they do happen not terribly, i, I but... thought i felt one a couple okay. weeks ago but it was just bad potluck okay food. <laughs> yeah. oh, you, so you gotta watch out his jokes yeah. i'm like i processed yeah, it seriously yeah. for a second yeah, like, yeah. Jeez. that's funny that's funny mark um so what natural disasters if any have either of you guys been in have you ever been in a bad st- thunderstorm seen a tornado you spent some years in kansas i live yeah. in kansas um yeah so let me let me know what you guys think about natural disasters and it's kind of open-ended but I, nothing crazy i've there's been some really bad thunderstorms and like flooding we've got back in wisconsin Mm -hmm. and um close like tornadoes close by but nothing like that i was really in and then wisconsin gets tornadoes yeah i wasn't sure about that okay yeah not a ton in the northeast but a little south of green bay we do so um but the blizzards i think are the that one like they're not like it's a it's a different natural disaster than like thunderstorms tornadoes hurricanes a blizzard blizzards yeah. yeah like that's so, what i grew up with but yeah. it's like that limits your like driving going to school work um the thing is with blizzards too you can normally prepare for them they normally know right. relatively yeah. that they're coming you know it's yeah. very, i don't think there's it's pretty yeah. uncommon for there just to be a spontaneous blizzard normally you can see the right front and everything yeah through. So well they're like, like a hurricane kind sure, of, but, it, but hurricanes are still different the, more devastating more devastating uh, like they destroy more things yeah like yeah. like with blizzards like things freezing you know you just gotta watch out for that but that's kind of it for me. There's, I've never been in like a crazy like earthquake or hurricane. Or I remember, like so I, I grew up in, my first five years of life were in California. And I remember only once, um, we lived in the San Francisco area, uh, Hollister, small little, little town, about maybe an hour, hour and a half outside of San Francisco. Once, I vividly remember once, and I don't know why, this is one of those early, one of my earliest memories actually, of there being a tornado, uh, a tornado, a tornado in San Francisco, yeah. a mm-hmm. earthquake. And 
I so vividly, I so vividly can experience it. I can feel the ground shaking. It's so weird. Wow. But I remember I was probably, you know, maybe four, three and a half, four, probably. Um, and I remember my mom, I was in my parents' bedroom, and I remember my mom coming and getting me and pulling me out into the open living room area. And her being like, holding me and my sister close. My sister was probably seven. I was four-ish, around those ages. And holding us close. And I remember being like, this is kind of cool. But my mom had a look of kind of fear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I remember it then ending. And I remember seeing it still seared in my mind. I can see the little, by the fireplace, the little pitchfork. And like, you know, the, mm-hmm. pro- what do you call it? The prongs that yeah. you poke the fire with. Yeah. I remember seeing them still a minute after, still swaying. And I remember thinking like, why is my mom so scared of that? Like, why does that seem scary? It's just the ground shaking. Mm-hmm. Like, as yeah. a little ignorant, you know, four-year-old, not yeah. understanding the devastation that an earthquake can do, probably yeah. not even being conscious of my mortality at that yeah, uh, yeah. at that point. But, yeah. um, and I, I mean, my mom was in California at the 89 earthquake. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm sure you heard about it. Yeah. The really, really bad one that went through um, the San Francisco area. Uh, so my mom was there for living out there at that point, I'm pretty sure. Um, and so she knew the destruction that, earthquake could have i was just so ignorant to it that yeah. earthquake to me at that age oh nothing it's kind of fun yeah. and then once another memory that comes back to earthquakes they can they can happen anywhere it's just very very un- uncommon in most places if you're not near a fault line i remember actually probably 20 i'm trying to remember what period of my life this was either 2015 16 or somewhere around 2019 it was as an adult but i was briefly living at home i remember one sunday morning waking up and uh my mom came up knocked on my door it's probably Sunday mornings, probably I was sleeping in, probably like 9, 30, 10. She heard me like, Jake, there was actually an earthquake. I felt it about uh, 30 minutes ago. We felt it here in Kansas City. It hit here. Wow. And I was like, really? I slept through it? There was an earthquake? She's like, yeah, it was the wildest thing. I thought I was tripping out. You know, all of a sudden there was, the ground was moving. And, you know, my mom, my parents have been living in Kansas City for 20 some odd years at this point. First time ever. Um, and I just remember being like, that's wild. So they can happen even in the Midwest. I do remember feeling one at Union, actually. I was really? in, I was living on fifth floor of Prescott. And scary. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Well, it was because it happened in, I want to say like Oklahoma. Or, okay. no, yeah, I possibly. don't know. I don't know. It was a, it was you a, just felt it that far. Yeah. Out. And it was just like this. I was in the, one of the study rooms mm-hmm. on the, in the dorm. And it was just a little, and I'm like, I was watching a movie. I was just chilling on the couch watching a movie. And I'm like, I've never, that was weird. And then I guess I talked to some people, like, yeah, we felt the whatever yeah, from that earthquake. Wow. It's wow. crazy. But, yeah, I've, I've never had an earthquake, mm-hmm. hurricane, anything like that. But I grew up in, like I said, northern Indiana. Mm-hmm. And uh, we had a few tornadoes come through. And Close, I can like, remember one. Sight. Yeah, oh, yeah. One wow. in particular. We, Chris, we lived out in the country. And I remember looking out on the north end of our property over the cornfields. And the sky was literally like, greenish black yeah. i know that sounds yeah. weird no i get it but it was yeah. this greenish black and the, the wind was just howling through branches breaking and everything and um tornado came through it didn't do damage to our house but wind it your actually our basement oh uh, yeah we would go down to the basement yeah. until it passed but um my dad worked at a factory and uh it the factory got hit not from this particular mm-hmm. one but another one that happened a couple years later and uh he had an old jeep it was a like a cj5 or something like that and it made the, made the national news because it wow. got just flattened. 
Oh, wow. And uh, a lot of the roof got ripped off the factory that my dad worked on. And so, yeah, I was like, oh, wow, there's my dad's Jeep. Like, or what's left <laughs> yeah. of it? Pancaked version. Yeah, exactly. But wow. yeah, that's that's about it. Well, we had a storm come through here earlier this school year. Monsoons. I guess that's our and kind it of was, Oh, yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll be honest with you. That was probably one of the biggest storms I've ever been through. It, it ripped up trees by the roots. and did 70 or 80 mile per hour gust, wasn't it? Yeah, I think. I, yeah, it was 70 or 80. Well, right, how can we right, forget about that i forget monsoon yeah. season yeah, that was like maybe two wild. three months ago two three months Flooding ago yeah that was probably early august? early september late august yeah that's yeah. right yeah and that was pretty wild we hit here in, in scottsdale arizona we're right by the airport and i guess it was one of one of the worst or one of the highest recorded mm-hmm. wind burst wind gusts that the yeah. airports recorded ever yeah. oh i believe it yeah and it was pretty wild we, we just uh i was sitting here in my in my apartment looking outside i was checking the radar that day because they had said that there were was a chance for there to be yeah. monsoon. It was monsoon season, so like there might be some monsoons coming through. I'm looking out my window, and I was actually, I think I was FaceTiming my parents at the, at the time, <laughs> and I see this like first it got dusty. I don't know if you if you mm-hmm. uh, processed this, but yeah, it got kind of like dusty at first. It was like a big bust, a bust of burst of dust. Yeah, did <laughs> and, that. And next thing I know, a wall of a, just a sheet of rain. Yeah. Just, right behind the dust yeah and it came it was like a freight train it was the power almost immediately went out yeah and i was looking out my window and i start seeing branches flying over the dorm over the, my apartment and landing out in the yard area mm. and just being like it was raining so hard that we have an overhang by like you know th- out my door there's a quite a substantial overhang but the water was like hitting those windows up there yeah. The water was hitting those windows, which is in the corner of the overhang. Yeah. And uh, that was, yeah, I grew up in the Midwest, like you were saying, Mark. And I I know what you were saying when you mentioned the green skies, because there were tornadoes nearby. I never saw one um, in Kansas. But, um, yeah, that's probably the, the most intense winds I've ever been in was that specific. Well, and it's like I was in, I was around the south. I was working in the south mountain area. Of Phoenix. Oh, during that. Okay. And like we got nothing. We could see the skies off in the distance, but like Phoenix is so interesting because you have these popcorn thunderstorms, or like the monsoon will be just like over Scottsdale, but then like it may not be over anywhere else. Yeah. And it's just weird how it just pops up, and they're just so random. You can't really predict how intense they'll be. Very random and so spread. So I guess that that is our uh, mm. that is our weather thing here, but yeah, it gets crazy from time to time. I was just checking my uh, camera on my little doggos out there they're doing fine um yeah yeah that's 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 fascinating so you said you never um been in a any sort of um hurricane or anything no 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 No. yeah me neither yeah um cool all right let us know your stories if you there we go jared i love to get the audience involved yeah yeah Yeah, that's right let Let us know know if you've ever been in a in a hurricane or a earth bad earthquake or anything Okay, I want to end with this, and we'll see here. I, I should have pre-screened these, so if I need to edit around this a little bit, I can. But I went to the subreddit. Reddit's a website, basically like a forum of sorts. Mm-hmm. This is the, and this would be interesting. I figured YouTube would be very interesting. I'd, I'd love to see the advice you guys would give from slightly different stages in life. So this is the relationship advice subreddit. So people share things they're going through in their relationship. I'd be fascinating, particularly Mark, because you're in a 28-year successful marriage. So lots mm-hmm. of wisdom from this guy. If you need marriage advice, this guy's probably got Mm-mm. words Heck of yeah. wisdom right here. His number. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, my number is. Throw <laughs> his number and email. One eight hundred. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, here we go. What do we think of this one? Um, and 
Again, I should have screened these. I, I thought of this this topic as we were here sitting here. And we'll end with this. I'll get you guys out of here. I know you guys are busy. but um, Okay, here we go. This person asked. This has like 300 upvotes, so let's see. Um, my girlfriend is a beautiful human inside and out, but I am not having fun with her. We are both mid-30s, thirty, mid thirties. have been together for a few months now. She's very kind, smart, beautiful. We have the same values. And she really loves me, and I feel the same about her as well. Thing is, I'm just not really enjoying spending time with her. Humor and laughing is a huge part of my life. My favorite memories with my past girlfriends is cracking up together, having lots of belly laughter, creating our own inner jokes, that kind of stuff. Really high on the list for me. That is not happening with my current girlfriend. We have a nice time together, but she never says anything that makes me laugh, and I also don't feel like she gets my sense of humor. So I can't use it too much with her, so it all feels kind of dry in that area. We do have a strong emotional connection, but because the fun part is missing for me, it all feels too heavy. I'm not excited about meeting with her, and when we are... I am not excited about meeting with her when we are together for more than a few hours. I wait for it to end. Is this a valid reason to end the relationship? What do we think? Duh. Yeah. That seems yes. like a pretty cut and dry one to me. I mean, obviously, if this isn't the person you're going to have enjoyment with for the rest of your life. Don't force it. Yeah, don't force it. End it. And the earlier you end it, the better it is for both of you, as hard yeah. as it yep. might be. Exactly. That's, that's a no-brainer. Yeah, that to me seems like a no-brainer. Yeah. I don't it's know. Like, yeah, I yeah. mean, if, if if it's not working, it's not working. Yeah, and it's a two-way street. Like, you can't just, like, like you got to be happy yourself. So I think that's fair to her to, if, if he says that. Because like you say, you don't want to mm -hmm. keep waiting, then it just gets worse no. and messy yeah. as it goes on. So yep. it's like, laughter, it is what it is. Laughs are so important yeah. to me as well. Like, I love joking yeah. and laughing with Jess. Mm -hmm. We're joking and laughing all the time, whether we're making stupid voices. And, yeah. Yeah, Lindsay just, hates my jokes. So. <laughs> <laughs> but she still laughs. It's a little applause every time you make a joke. A little, yeah. golf, little golf clap. What's up? Yeah. A courtesy laugh. Nice one. A courtesy yeah, a little... laugh. A courtesy laugh. She'll just go, ha, <laughs> Jared. Yeah, yeah. But, but, but just, just imagine this, though. You're, you, he, he ends up marrying this girl. You're married to a woman, yet you enjoy the laughter and fun that you have with other women more than her. Oof. Yeah. yeah, that's a red flag. Shoot, I mean, where you, you think, think about, about that more. Yeah, this is like. If that's super high on your tier list, yeah, you shouldn't be with this person. Yeah. They don't reach that criteria and that's not i don't think that's shallow or anything no, i think that's knowing all. yourself and knowing yeah. what's going to be yeah i think um, i think it's shallow if you try to push the relationship yeah. into something it's not yeah. sure yeah faking your way through it or whatever the top response on here is if you're wanting to get away from her after a few hours you definitely need to move on yeah when i met my husband i was attracted to him physically and he's gorgeous but what we had what has kept him what, what has kept me with him for 25 years is the laughter every day we we're laughing and joking it just makes me love him even more absolutely yeah very well said how is yeah. how what part of what role does laughter play in with you and Bambi? I feel like you guys laugh. Oh, a lot. we laugh a lot. Yeah, I'm I'm yeah. constantly joking around, doing yeah. stupid stuff to get her to laugh. Yeah, and I'll I'll push and push and push, and sometimes <laughs> she's like, just go find something to do, you know, whatever. Yeah. But uh, we met in middle school, so we have the yeah, imma right. immature, goofy middle school <laughs> foundation. But yep. you know, both you know, she'll be 48 here soon. I'm I'm already 48, and yeah. it's just like we still have the fun laughter that we had all the way through it's definitely important so. awesome okay this one this is a little bit more intricate i think would dating a 35 year old man at 25 be a bad idea or not i know i am quite a bit of an outlier but i finished college at 19 and started my career at that age i'm in the process of buying a house and i'm ready to start a family i met a man who's 35 organically while playing pokemon go yeah you can make fun of me <laughs> but i like playing that game lol it's fine i absolutely hate clubbing and many of my friends the same age still do enjoy doing it my mom told me before engaging with him to ask what he thinks of women his age and test if he blames them or not before engaging. 
He just told me he wanted a kid and his ex did not want any. His friends and his friends he would like to be in a relationship with are already taken. Okay, so I guess girls, his friends, his own age are already taken. I feel ready to have some and it's okay with me, I guess. She's 25, remember that. I wonder if there might be a power dynamic I do not see. Any advice from people who were there who who were there is appreciated. I don't understand that sense. He told me he usually prefers dating closer to his age, but we have so much common interest that he would not mind for once, which I ironically feel the same. He's 35. 35, 35 and 25. I mean, the same, same rules apply. It's just like, as long as you're compatible, you like yeah. being around each other. I mean, you're all of age. So like, nothing, nothing, uh, nothing seems red flagish there for you guys. No red flag. That sounds like a healthy start to a yeah. potential successful relationship. There, she, she, I'm going to say this real quick. My, my little sister, she, her first husband was 11 years. No, her first husband was nine years older than her. And he unfortunately passed away. He had lung cancer. And uh, so my sister at the age of 33 was a widow. She ended up marrying another guy um, a couple years later. That's right, he's still married to. He's 11 years younger than her. His maturity level was probably higher than her first husband, even though there was literally 20 years age difference. Yeah. And they're still happily married. They have three amazing kids. Age is absolutely irrelevant to a point. Yeah, well, I was going to say, what do you, you think know? is the, if she was 20 and 35, how would you feel about that? I, I heard this, and every time I do the math in my head, when I have you know talks like this with my dorm boys or other people, if you take your age, divide it by two, and add seven. So half age. Half your age plus seven yeah, is... A, you know, a rough a estimate of about how young you would want to go. So 30, if you're 30, 15 plus 7, 22. 22? Yeah. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's not even set in stone. Yeah. I, I think if you're compatible and you're couple. both. I mean, this girl started a business at 19, for crying yeah, out loud. Impressive. I know Graduated 19, yeah. 30-year-olds who are just. Well, everyone's different. So yeah. it's like the maturity levels are different. Like experiences are different. So if you are truly compatible and you're like being genuine with everything, you find out that you're okay. I, I think it's fine. Yeah. I do like. If it's like 65 and like 25, that's going to take a little more convincing to me to be like, okay, that's normal. Like that's, that's kind of weird. I don't know where the line is to draw, but again, you know, if, yeah. if you're happy, if it's, you know, if you're making it work, you're happy to be together, that's fine. Sure. Yeah. I agree too that age, I mean, yes, there are legalities, but it's also right. people mature at very different rates. Mm -hmm. Everyone yeah. is so individualized that... Yeah. Yeah, I, I personally don't see anything wrong with that. Yeah, you right. might get a few weird looks from friends that are probably not. Uh, I guess it depends. Family members or stuff at first. Like, yeah, I'm dating a 35 year old. I'm 25. But really, if you guys vibe, like, yeah, I don't. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's mature. It's a maturity thing and a life approach. And mm -hmm. yeah, you get along with someone that well. Um, all right. <laughs> I have always been slightly ter terrified of childbirth. My husband and I were planning on starting a family, but I've changed my mind. How do I tell him? I've always been terrified of childbirth. My husband knows this. It gives me the creeps. But I have a strong mind over matter brain, and I always wanted children more than, I was more than I was scared of doing it. However, last week, a good friend of mine from high school died in childbirth. Her mother made the post, and honestly, I don't know what to say. It sounded horrific. I've, I've, tried looking at I've, I'm, I've tried looking at pictures of babies. I love babies, but I feel nothing. In fact, more negative feelings than positive. We were planning on starting to try this month. I've been avoiding him. This is so big. But I had always been traveling this fine line of fear and this finally knocked me over i don't know how to tell him i don't know i don't think i will want to do this ever i know i was afraid before but it has never felt like this how do i tell him we've been married for six years like blissfully happy and just decided to start a family it's going to hurt him so bad and i don't know what to do 
It's kind of deep. What do you think here? First of all, I'd say that that woman needs counseling. Mm. There are some deeper issues than her just not wanting to have a baby. Yeah. If she's that traumatized by, you know, what, close to 8 billion people in the world. So that that kind of goes to show that we just hit, we a just few pe- a few people have babies and they don't yeah. die from it. Yeah. I mean, she's she's looking at one outlier right. as the example and the reason for her she's got some issues going on that I think I mean I I'm not a counselor, I'm not a psychologist, yeah. but that's a red flag right there. And uh she needs to talk to it with her husband, but more than them figuring out I I think she needs some counseling, honestly. Yeah. yeah. That, that, I mean, I I do understand like if you, you see, see someone close to you that like died from it, that's there's some trauma there. There's some trauma there, yeah. but it's like I don't know that that is I don't know what her husband's like, like how he would accept that. I mean, I, I would agree some counseling would be appropriate, and if if worse comes to worse, and they, I was just gonna say adoption. I mean, there's issues. I some people do have issues with that, but like that is an option. So I feel like she needs to just show her husband that post. Show her husband what she shared on Reddit. Like, that mm-hmm. was very vulnerable, honest. Mm-hmm. She expressed her, her fears, how yeah. she's always kind of been somewhat hesitant, but mind over matter. Yeah. But, like, six years of bliss. She said blissful. Like, yeah. been blissfully married yeah. for six years. He should, if he's any sort of, has any sort of rational, a rational mindset, he should be understanding and be like, yeah, I totally get that. I, I can understand how that would scare you. Um, but, and then. Maybe we can go to a, a see a see a therapist. Yeah. And and uh, w- one other thing, the the fact that she's willing to post this on Reddit, <laughs> a, a, I, I guess you could call that a social media platform of some sort. It is. Um, why are we so quick to spill our beans publicly, mm. yet not share them with the one person that we're supposed to be this most intimate? It is anonymous, to be fair. But yes. Okay. Oh, so it is anonymous. Okay, yeah. I didn't know that, but. Yeah. But still, it's just like... Go to him first. Go to him first. Because she sounds scared to go to if him. If it's blissful and all this good stuff, yeah. yet she's scared to talk to him about it, that there might... There, I mean, I, she needs some counseling, but yeah. maybe there's some marriage counseling that needs to take place here too. I just, I just think that's an unhealthy situation for her to be that fearful that she can't talk to her husband about this. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think that relationship is as good as it can be. As good as it is, it sounds like it's a pretty good relationship. Right. They need some. They need to work work through some things. Yeah, I I agree. Jared, any other? Thoughts? Uh, I I agree. Okay, up. we'll do one more here. Let me find one more, and I'll get you guys out of here. You guys are awesome. It's been, it's been so fun. Yeah, yeah. This is good good stuff. <laughs> yeah. All right, last one right here. I'll try to find a, a good one. Um. Okay. Top post this year. Let's do. My app is spazzing out a bit. Come Don't worry, we'll have the editors edit around this. I was going to start singing <laughs> for you guys. Fix this up in post. Um, I'm a scroll. I believe I can fly. Woo! <laughs> oh, yeah. Song's been in my head for 20 years. 20 years? Yeah. <laughs> Too bad it's R. Kelly. I don't know. <laughs> In prison. Oh, man. Okay. Well, this is this should be, I think we'll have some pretty sage, solid advice on this one. Here we go. I, 24, female, got dumped, and brutal, got dumped brutally after two months of living with him, 25 male, and I'm struggling to recover five months after. I feel like I'm undateable. We were together for a year before moving in together. 
Okay, we were together for a year before moving in together. My roommate was moving and the lease was almost up. I couldn't find another roommate soon enough, so I moved in with him. He's great, honestly, even with how hurt and upset this has left me. I can't really find anything bad about him except his bluntness. He's not American and just more direct culturally. Anyways, two months in and he sits me down and tells me he's breaking up with me and I should start looking for a new place. He gave me 30 days. It's just not working, he said. Honestly, it caught me off guard because I was loving living with him and thought he felt the same way. So I pressed for why, and he just unloaded. Not in an angry way, but you could tell that it was a buildup. Uh, all his reasons basically made me sound undateable. I didn't think it was that bad of a partner, honestly. I didn't think I was that bad of a par partner, honestly. So I asked him why he didn't consider working on it because almost all the things he listed I could improve on. So he goes on, I'm not going to spend my best years parenting a grown woman. I didn't expect a 24-year-old to be like this, honestly. Like... How on earth do I come back from that? It's been five months since then, and I'm just stuck. I saw him in a town with a girl the other day and just cried the whole night. How on earth do I get both over him and what he has said to me? Too long, didn't read. I got dumped pretty brutally. I'm still struggling. Any advice? Ooh. Well, do you, you want to go, go first? Or? I mean, I, I feel like I'm going to unload a lot Please of things do. here. Yeah, but, I, yeah. <laughs> um, I, know, I think I know what you're going to address first. For, I'm pretty sure. First, together. first of all, <laughs> dating for a year. You would you would think that they would know each other a little better by then, right? Second, why are you living with this guy before marriage? So you know they're probably having sex. Yeah, I mean I, we don't know that, but it's a safe assumption. I it's would a say. safe assumption, yeah. and so that leaves both, her, especially her, pretty vulnerable to the the emotional ties there. Right. Um, it sounds like he's very controlling and condescending. The fact that he just you know, unloads all these things that, that she needs to, to fix. And I think she is leaving herself very vulnerable yes. for the next relationship yes. to be toxic in that she was willing to change all things about herself in order to accommodate this jackass's recommendations. That's, With all due respect. No, I think you're I, spot on. I, I, I mean, I could say more, but mm -hmm. I'll leave it at that. Yeah, and I, I agree. And I think, like, for her... The only thing she's got to work on is, like, her confidence. Like, I don't know all the issues that she has, but it's like, if he brought you down that much, and you think you're undateable, like, I know that's tough, and I, you know, I feel bad, but it's like, address that, and, you know, and find someone that's more compatible with you and make it work. And I, every time, like, like, someone, or, like, a couple's living together first, and, like, do all that stuff first and get all connected, like you're saying, it just, it doesn't end well like when you start doing all that fun stuff like first and you know i've i've done some stupid stuff too and, and whatever but it's like it comes a point where it's like you're doing all that stuff first it's, it's backwards and it's like it's not going to end well because you really don't know that person and that's just going to add so much extra a lot more issues and so much extra drama that you shouldn't you know do you know there's one other thing that that was kind of hidden in what you said too and she said his culture is that, that yeah. he's very direct. Mm -hmm. I think she said he wasn't American. Correct. And I am, I'm one of those people who 100% am totally supportive of biracial marriages. I don't think the color of his skin has anything to do with compatibility. Yeah. But I will say that ethnicity, not sure. race, yes. but ethnicity, cultural differences, yeah. uh, family. How, family dynamics, various things like that, those are things that you need to consider as, yeah. you know, am I going to, how are our families going to blend? Sink. Is it going to blend? How yeah. are we going to sink these, these cultural yeah. variances into a, a relationship that's going to work? And I think those things need to be settled pretty quick and because early in the relationship because 
those can be some major issues, you yeah. know? It's not bad to say, like, because he was raised this way or is this way, like, I can't date him. because It's not bad to say that because that's not fair to you or mm-hmm. the other person. It's, you're just figuring each other out. You're not yeah. condemning a whole group of people or yeah. that person's just family. You're just acknowledging it. And it's okay yeah. to be different. Yeah. Everyone's different. Yep. It's just you're not compatible to be, to be together. So you need to find that compatibility. Mm-hmm. Dude. I can relate to this one um, on a very personal level because I, there was one point in my life where I went through not to this extreme, not these same circumstances, but a same end result where I was talking with this girl. I thought it was going towards a relationship, I'm talking for a few months, and she ta- tells me, kind of blindsides me, very similar. She tells me out of the blue, I don't think we should talk anymore. I don't feel like we have meaningful conversations. Oh my goodness. What a hurtful thing. Yeah. Like I took that. It hurt me. And and this girl is a very nice girl. She has a good heart. You know, she didn't mean it. She didn't know her words Mm -hmm. were going to affect me like this. Yeah. But that hearing that person say that I would have rather been told, I don't find you attractive. You're ugly. I would have rather heard that than for a girl to say, I don't feel like we have any meaningful conversations because that's like, yeah, that's tough. It wrecked me, man. And Mm. I, it, it, I was, I felt awful about myself for a good probably six to eight months and i was just down in the dumps on myself Mm. and i lost a lot of confidence but you're right like you've got to be able to compartmentalize that that doesn't have to necessarily i don't want to word this you have to like yourself before you work on yourself yes you need to like yourself before you're in a relationship um and i didn't just real quick i didn't want to like make like like her, I didn't take any shots at her because, like you said, for you too, like that's tough to hear. I'm just saying that's where you should start. That's like for your sake, for your health, mental health, all that emotional health, you need to start there and work on your confidence. And it doesn't even have to be, I mean, it's personal to hear someone say those things about you, but it doesn't inherently mean that you're worthless or a bad person. It's just a mismatch, right? So for this girl that I talked to, I've come as the years have passed okay, our conversations, that's not what she was looking for. Mm-hmm. It's no indictment on myself. It doesn't mean that I, I can't have meaningful conversations with someone else. It was mm-hmm. just a mismatch with that relationship. Mm-hmm. I didn't need to take it so personally, but like for, the lo- for like I said, months after that, mm-hmm. I was like trying to think of ways that I could have better conversations. And it's good to challenge yourself, right? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. never get stale and you don't want to be a boring person. But um, I think, yeah, you, you do need to have confidence and be – you don't need to take those kind of things when someone says it mm-hmm. as if you're worthless because you're not, you're not worthless. You yeah. know, like yeah. you, I'm sure this girl has a lot of really redeeming, really great redeeming qualities about her. I'm sure. I think I mm-hmm. tend to think that most humans do. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, I would start with Jared, what you said with, she needs to start, she needs to do some reflection, maybe step away from dating for a while. Yeah. Figure out her self-worth, mm-hmm. what she has going for her. Find your Before adding on all that other baggage yeah. of living, exactly. moving in with someone and, yeah. you know yeah. sex or whatever exactly like just exactly yeah break it down yeah yeah cool good advice guys yeah thank you for, for sharing all right um i think we'll, we'll end it there i don't know exactly how long we, i think all about right. an hour if not over an hour at this point on my timer going but cool mark jared thank you guys yeah. so much for being yeah. on here it was yeah. fun thank was you good, good conversation absolutely yeah. thank you guys. Me- meaningful conversation yeah. Yeah. productive conversation yeah, yeah. yeah. so 
counter counter that with what the young lady said. Yeah. And I would just say that as long as I've known you, and it's been a long time, yeah. I've always known you as someone who was intentional at having good conversations. Mm. So yeah. maybe she was not comfortable because the conversation was too meaningful and she twisted <laughs> her words. I don't know. Wow. But, yeah. I don't know. Um, but yeah. So yeah. let's have her on the podcast. A good conversation. <laughs> Phone her in. Yeah. yeah. Hey, uh, eight years ago when you said something wrong. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, no, no. Um, Jared, Mark, thank you so much. Yeah. Blast. Seriously, I liked, our, I liked our dynamic here. We had a yeah. good. Can't wait really to watch it energy. back. It felt real natural. Yeah. Um, it wasn't. It, it, conversation just flowed with you guys. Mark yeah. and I sometimes we'll be talking. We'll, our paths will cross in the dorm. And, Mm-hmm. We'll start somewhere and we'll make like this crazy tangent yeah. circle. Yeah. Or, yeah. We'll Next time, hit record so you yeah, get it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, but awesome. Thank you guys so much for watching. Um, remember, um, you can. Uh, the best way to support the channel is with a, a subscribe. Um, I'm just trying to grow the grow the channel right now. If you got constructive criticism, feel free to leave a comment. Um, I am going to be doing a, a giveaway for my with my gaming content. I'm going to be doing that giveaway very soon here. I don't know timeline wise of when I put this all up. Um, may have already done it but stay tuned i'll be posting updates and whatnot um but once again appreciate you all for watching so much um i guess we will catch you all on the, the next episode so sweet peace out